Welcome to the last show, 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 podcast. My name is Courtney Shane Williams. I am a stand-up comedian based out of Tampa, Florida. This is how it gets down. Subscribe to the show, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, TuneIn Radio. Go to my website, CourtneyShaneWilliams.com. You can see where I'm performing my live stand-up comedy shtick. Oh, I got a lot of stuff coming up. This weekend, I'm at St. Pete Beach. Today is the 23rd of June. I'm at St. Pete Beach Coconuts Comedy Club. The 7th through the 10th, I'm at OKC at the Looney Bin. After that, I'm recording my comedy. I'm the 27th and 28th at Laughs Comedy Club. That's the 27th and 28th at Laughs Comedy Club. I will be recording my first comedy album with 800-pound Gorilla Records. Please get your tickets. Labor Day weekend, I will be in Sacramento at Laughs Unlimited, man. So we got a schedule, ladies and gentlemen. We have a show. This is a sports Pop culture, music show, sometimes in that order, usually not in that order. I am a comedian, as I said in the opening, but I don't talk much about comedy. I hope that you watch the show or listen to the show, and eventually you're like, hey, I think this is supposed to be funny. Hopefully that's the message that's coming across, because I'm not here to make you think. I'm here to ask you if you want to think, all right? But you can just sit there like a bump on the log and do your data entry, and I'll just talk in your ear for the next 30 minutes. Deal? Or or, or you can do it better. You can, like, decide to you'll take your break early and just take a nap on the toilet seat. Let me talk to you, man, and make you feel like you're in a different world. But that is a cubicle. And, yeah, you have chosen a sad life. But I am here. I'm here to rescue. Courtney Shane Williams, um, the album. Okay, so the album is coming along uh, good, man. Uh, I'll have some posts. Instagram and Twitter, follow me, at Courtney Shane. Follow me. I'm going to have some posts coming very soon with information very soon about where you can get the album, how you can get the album, and you know what I mean? Some some cool stuff coming, man, so just stay tuned. Instagram, Twitter, that's where you're going to get most of the announcements. Also, my website, CourtneyShaneRooms.com. You can get a backlog of the podcast there. You can see videos, the whole thing. Those two places is where you want to go. Those two places is where you want to go. All right. Where do we start? <laughs> it's only one place to start the podcast this week, man. I tell you, hey, man, Trick Daddy didn't got into some hot water. I mean, let me tell you something, boy. He didn't, he didn't win against the Beehive. Hey, Trick, trick flooding the timeline, man. You know, I don't even follow Trick Daddy on Instagram, and Trick Daddy Instagram is automatically my algorithm, man. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shade room tried to make me feel good, dude. So Trick Daddy uh, issued uh, some slander. You know what I mean? First of all, Trick Daddy said, uh, uh, Jay-Z said something, something about Jay-Z. But, you know, but the, the reason that Trick Daddy is, is getting all the heat, because Trick Daddy didn't, went out here and said something about the Queen B. Trick Daddy said Beyonce can't sing. Now, for you guys on the live stream, Trick Daddy, now Trick Daddy said Beyonce can't sing. Now, I don't know who would be crazy enough to say something like that. <laughs> I would never say anything like that. Like, I, I don't want problems with the Beehive, whatever you guys are calling yourselves now, uh, 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 losers, 
herbs, lemmings, the beehive, whatever you guys are calling it, I don't want no smoke, okay? I'm not, see, Trick Daddy, I'm not even that level of favor. See, I'm still at the level to where you can get way too close to the stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys are way too close to the stage for me to be spitting some Beyonce slander. I would never do anything like that. Trick Daddy's crazy. I, the idea that Trick Daddy said Beyonce can't say, shocking. Trick Daddy said Beyonce, shocking. They said, on, on a scale of 1 to 100, where would you put Beyonce? He said about an 85. Well, last I heard, 85, that's a B plus. I mean, that's a B plus. A plus? Nah, I would never say Beyonce is a B plus. I don't want that smoke. I'm saying what Trick Daddy said. But he may be right. Oh, he may be right, man. He made some valid points that, that, that I thought was worth exploring. Said Beyonce, uh... Can't sing, and he and like he didn't say she couldn't sing. He said her singing was about an 85, which is a B plus. And I'm be honest, like well, if, if you really want to, you know, bring the rings and things out, you know, if you got what is what is the, what is the be, strike that reverse it. <laughs> all them rings and things you sing about, bring them out. If you want to bring it out, I've never really heard that ballad, you know what I mean, from Beyonce. You know what I mean? I never heard Beyonce hit the, and I will always love you. I never heard Beyonce hit that note. I mean, ain't nobody confusing Beyonce with Celine Dion or Adele. Those are 100 out of 100. So, so if Celine Dion is 100, Beyonce, 85, I mean, that's a generous grade. I'm not going to lie, Trick Daddy grade her on the bell curve, dog. I'm be real. If I were to say that, okay? But the Beehive then took it too far. They didn't trick Daddy's timeline. And I just want to tell you this. If you guys are in Trick Daddy, this dude's from Florida, okay? I mean, I, I grew up in Florida. I've been around Florida. I live in Florida now. Let me tell you something. Trick Daddy, not phase. The people that roll in Trick Daddy circles are not interested in the Beehive. They don't care about the Beehive, okay? Ain't nobody doing doo-doo brown to the Soul Survivor. It's just not the, the, the Americas they grew up in. People want to talk about two Americas. Let me tell you something. The America that Beyonce is in, that ain't Trick Daddy's America. He ain't worried about all that, dog. You think he worried about some Instagram slander? Come on, man. You got to look at the crew he rolled in, man. These people from the South do not care about your New York rules, dog. They will slander anybody they feel like slandering, okay? Just the thing about Uncle Luke. Oh, hey. You think Lil Boosie cares about what y'all think on Instagram? <laughs> Lil Boosie got kicked out. His name is Lil Boosie, by the way. Look, Uncle Luke, uh, Trick Daddy, Lil Boosie. You think these dudes care about you? <laughs> you <laughs> Let me get this straight. Trick Daddy had a radio show, and you had no clue until he threw out some Beyonce slamming. Let me, let me tell you, I guarantee you this. Uh, Trick Daddy probably showed up to work <laughs> to the radio show. He probably didn't even know what happened. Hey, Trick, man, did you... <laughs> it had to be somebody from the office. And so he probably called him Trick. You know, he, he didn't call him. <laughs> he, he called him by his abbreviated rapper name. Hey, Trick, I don't know if you've seen the internet lately. You're blowing up. And Trick Daddy was probably like, what, huh? Hey, uh, I left a fifth under this desk, man. Somebody, 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 did somebody pick up a fifth? I went by the dry cleaner after I left. I don't know if I left the dry cleaner the fifth dry. But somebody's trick the beehive. Man, but, but, trick that ain't worried about none of that, dog. Come on. 
It's enough of that, man. Plus the idea that, that Beyonce is this, this, you know, prolific, you know, vocalist. He said she couldn't write songs. I'm not going to get into nobody's right. I don't know anything about writing. Uh, but he did uh, compare to Whitney Houston. You know what I mean? And no matter how much crack Whitney Houston smoked, allegedly, uh, she could still blow Beyonce out the water. I mean, I thought I thought we all knew that. I was talking about, you got to put some respect on her name, dog. All Trey, y'all. I'm telling you, man. Beehive all them. And they asked Trey, hey, the Beehive after you. He's like, yo, I grew up with roaches, dog. I ain't worried about no bees. <laughs> That's a dude with lupus that does not care about you. Furthermore, furthermore, I'll take Trick Daddy's catalog over Beyonce. That's right. I said it. I said it on the last show podcast. I said it. I will take Trick Daddy's catalog over Beyonce 100 times over 100. I have never listened to the Beyonce album all the way through. Never. Not once. I've heard songs, songs, jam, rock out, love on top and all that. But let me tell you, when I'm about my money, Trick Daddy got to go up in there, dog. Chapter AKA verse 47, dog. Book of Thugs. Yo, no, nah. Let me tell you something. He has the most gutterous collection of all time, man. Of all time. This this comes down to respect, see? You, you don't respect. You don't respect me, okay? People think everything that you respect, they respect. Furthermore, Beyonce, a fantastic performer. Fantastic. And I do think, like, sometimes people conflate that with, you know, your whole ability and like as a whole and, and i've been wrong before you know what i mean far be it from me man i make assessments about artists especially singers <clears throat> rappers and things of that nature i've made some bad ones once upon a time i may or may not have made an assessment about a rapper uh just by seeing him walk into a restaurant i won't say who that rapper was because i happen to love his music now but at the time in this i Man, this is some slander. Now, this actually makes me feel, you know, embarrassed. The first time I heard Good Kid, Mad City, I thought it was bad. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Now, I, I carry the King Kendrick banner. I've said Ken Kendrick Lamar is a better rapper than Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. I said it on the last show podcast. I said it. And uh, I didn't like I didn't like Pimple Butterfly the first time I heard it. I did see because it was too deep for me, man. I was thinking on on this level right there. I wasn't. So I've been that guy. I thought Lady Gaga had no talent. Oh, I've been wrong before. I have been wrong before. You know what I mean? I have. But what are you gonna do? So take this from somebody uh, with a lot of experience with being wrong. Um, Trick Daddy got a better catalog than Beyonce. As a matter of fact, especially coming off that last verse, I think it's time to do some gender inequality. How about Trick Daddy versus Beyonce versus? How about it? How about it, uh, Swiss Beats? How about it, Timberland? Trick Daddy versus Beyonce versus. Who want the smoke, dog? Who want the smoke? When Trick Daddy put on Shut Up, I want you to play Soul Survivor and tell me who's getting your boogie woogie oogie on. I'm telling you right now, Doc, Trick Daddy's catalog will blow Beyonce's catalog out of the water. Hear me now. Believe me later on. You don't just mess with Trick Daddy Dollar and think everything's going to be cool. Hey, 
it's it Florida don't produce great rappers. I'm gonna be real, dog. It's Trick, Rick Ross, that's about it. Okay? People talk, I, I mean and look, man, I like Tampa Tony and Rated R just as not much as the next person. <laughs> Rocket Rod. I love them dudes just as much as the next person uh that grew up in Florida in the 2000s. But let's be real. Nobody knows who they are, dog. Those are club hits. Uncle Luke. Luke gets down. But 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 let's be real. People want a blanket statement. Florida don't produce rap, and you'd be right. But one thing they did produce is Trick Daddy and Rick Ross. And Beyonce don't want smoke with either one of them. That's for real. And you can bet that. You can bet that. Because I think when 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 that king when that uh, uh, um uh, uh, um, when that don't mess with the South come on, oh, going to, matter of fact, matter of fact, Spotify, check out my Spotify page, my commitment to you, I'm putting out a Trick Daddy versus Beyonce playlist, and we're going back to back, we're going back to back, and I'm going, all Beyonce hits I put on there, and then I'll put that reel on there, dog, that Trick Daddy dollar, y'all. It's going to be hard to get in that. Hey, draw in the wind. <laughs> Come on. Draw in the wind, dog. You don't know nothing about that, dog. You don't know nothing about that. It's about respect, see? You don't respect me. That's what's going on. Speaking of verses, dude, that Trina versus Eve versus. Yeah, they should have called that off in the third round. Trent, Trina got some records, most of the records that are good with Trick Daddy, by the way. You know, take it to the house. <laughs> Y'all don't want that smoke. You don't want that. You don't know now. You don't want that. Uh, but that was a massacre, dog. Eve, Eve, got, Eve got some records that were big. You know, like big records. They play Eve records, and I'm like, wow, man. Ah, I love this joint, man. It's good. Plus, on the verses, most of the records I'd never heard of before. They, they, they play records that they wrote on the way in. What are y'all, Bob Dylan? I came to see the hits. Y'all playing stuff at the show that I never heard. It's the unreleased tracks. <laughs> playing Tupac uh, 2005 cuts, man. You was dead 10 years ago. How are you making new records, man? So that uh, that verse was, was, was garbage. And that was one of those things, oddly enough, that I think was like initiated by uh, Uncle Luke because Uncle Luke went on the rant cursing everybody out. But in the rant, he was basically saying, y'all won't let nobody from Florida on the verses. So they said, okay, give us your best. And they said, Trina. And they trotted Trina out, and they trotted out Eve. And it was some smoke in the city. So that's what happened. But you know who you won't trot, trot out? Trick Daddy Dollar, y'all. Beyonce versus. It's The Last Show Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to The Last Show. It's called The Last Show because this may be it. We gonna let the band deal with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. In my A style. Oh, school. Uh-huh. Okay. Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you for staying with the last show podcast. That is Shut Up by Trick Daddy. In honor of, of the dude with the opinion exactly like mine. I can say that now. I think most of the beehive probably tuned out uh, and started getting to the Instagram about uh, 10 minutes into the show. Hey, I completely agree with Trick Daddy on the whole thing. Like, I never thought Beyonce was a great city. However... Fantastic artist. It's like Michael Jackson. Like I don't think Michael Jackson's his great singer. Like, whoever said that, man, because it's great singer. That's not the game. Being an artist ain't got nothing. Being an artist, well, 
it is slander, I guess, when someone's an artist and they're perceived as this great singer, but they're actually not a great. It's like Janet Jackson. Like I don't think Janet Jackson is a great, but she's a fantastic. Artist. Janet Jackson in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tina Turner. I don't think she's the greatest. It's no slander to say, yo, Beyonce, she's no Adele. Uh, Beyonce, you know, she's no Celine Dion. She's no Christina Aguilera. It's no slander. Guess what? Beyonce, a better artist than all those people. Like, come on, man. Stop the foolishness. Not the big of a deal. Um, this thing I want to talk about in the podcast. I think I want to get to this NCAA topic, but I also want to get to this weird uh, basketball epiphany that I had. And then uh, a bunch of stuff. Um, darn it. Let me make sure. I'll just have to get that next week. The NCAA thing is more urgent. So, like, so this NCAA Supreme Court uh, case thing came down. Uh, so, basically, player, players are going to be able to get paid. You know what's um, – because for you guys that are uninitiated, you know, college players don't get paid to play sports. <laughs> they're playing for free i thought we all knew that but sometimes i assume people know stuff about sports that they don't then people that listen to the show is like hey man when you start talking about sports i just tune out you know i know all about trick daddy and uncle luke <laughs> but once you got the sports i'm good college players don't get paid so it's been this struggle of like college players wanting to be compensated and people saying no and one of the, the arguments that the NCAA uses, which is the governing body over basically a bunch of these colleges and conferences, is that we the, the amateurs, we can't pay the amateurs. So uh, the cosplayers, they wanted to get compensated beyond just room and board and books, right? They wanted to get compensated the way any other person on campus were to get compensated. So let's say hypothetically, you went to, um, you know, Notre Dame to be a scientist and you go to your scientist class and they're like, Hey dog, you need a microscope. And so they would supply you with a microscope. Oh, you need two mics. So they would apply, let's say hypothetically, they would supply you with as many microscopes as you need. So let's say I need 10 microscopes. I need one microscope for the crib, one microscope when I travel because away games. I need one microscope for, for, uh, for my, uh, my, uh, my girlfriend's dorm, one for my mom's house. I need 10 microscopes. And they'd be like, okay, cool. Part of education, 10 microscopes. If you played sports, you didn't get it. Because that was viewed as compensation outside of just the normal scholarship. So, so they, they did this case, Supreme Court. They went all the way up to the highest order. And the Supreme Court upheld the original ruling of, yo, you got to give them the microscopes, man. Why is this important? Because this makes it to where the, uh, the, the they're getting something outside of just the scholarship, right? So... In the in the in the, in, in the statement or not statement, but in the um, and not the decision, but they can write an explanation of their decision in the Supreme Court. A lot of minutia, but basically, you can say, "Hey, yes, no," but then you can write a soliloquy. So your man Kavanaugh, yeah, remember Kavanaugh, my man that got drunk at the party. It's Kavanaugh, by the way, bad designated driver. He likes beer, but Kavanaugh wrote wrote in the statement, and what he wrote is like. Yo, you make a whole bunch of money. Colleges, everybody makes money except for the athletes. And not only that, you're violating your antitrust agreement by making these athletes work for free. So what that basically meant is that anybody that challenges the court now based on the idea that you're not getting compensated, but you play college sports, like you're going to win. So this decision 
and his explanation just set up future litigation that the NCAA is going to lose. So what this translates to is that payers, players are going to be able to get paid. And there's already laws in states, I think five. Florida's one of them because, of course, <laughs> Florida's one of them, where you're able to get paid off your name, image, and likeness starting July 1st. Meaning, if I own a telescope business in Florida and somebody goes to the University of Florida and I'm like, hey, would you promote my telescope business? I can pay you like I would pay anybody else. I own a car dealership. I could pay you. I own a Waffle House and I want you to do commercials. I can pay you where before you couldn't. So if you were the best musician in the world and you went to Notre Dame for music and somebody came to you and said, yo, come on tour with me with Taylor Swift. We want you to play the cello in the background. You're able to do that, but an athlete couldn't. Now, athletes can. One of the things that was very interesting about the NCAA's decision or the NCAA's argument, because the NCAA was arguing we can't pay them. One thing they said is they said the quiet part out loud, which is always funny. They said, we can't pay them because people enjoy the games better when the players ain't getting paid. <laughs> they actually said that. Because that's what, that's what you want to see on Saturday. Hungry people playing football. <laughs> People like it better because they don't get paid, man. People find that entertaining. You know, and part of me is like, that's ridiculous. But then the other part of me is like, yo, maybe it's true. You know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, your trick daddy versus Beyonce. Maybe it's true, man. I mean, if you go ask somebody that likes college more than professional and can't stand professionals even better, ask them why. And, and them being broke might have something to do with it. The thing that is very interesting, however, that caught my attention, which is the reason I gave all that background, which now I feel like maybe you didn't need. The NCAA doesn't actually have to pay the players. This whole argument of compensating outside of scholarship has nothing to do with the extra telescopes and or laptops or whatever, the, the, a car dealership paying to play. This, right, it has nothing to do. The NCAA can still keep their... 33, I think they made, what, $30 billion? For that. You can keep all your money. These are people outside of the school paying the players. You got a problem with that? Like, you are a bunch of haters, dog. You don't want them to get paid at all. You just want them to be broke. That's what you want? You don't even want me to give them money when I don't even have any affiliation with them. The greed of the NCAA to keep the players broke is going to lead to a situation where guess what you gotta pay them now and you gotta pay them and you gotta pay them dog this whole thing's gonna happen is like the college players eventually are gonna get paid and furthermore because a lot of people say well if basketball players make this what is the backup water polo player gonna make you figure it out <laughs> that's not my job dog i i don't run ohio state I don't run USC. You figure out what swimmers are going to get paid. They figure out what to pay coaches. They figure out what to pay everybody outside the players. Outside the players, they figured out how much to pay the head coach, strength and conditioning coach, athletic directors, uh, offensive line, defensive line, water polo coach, uh, trainers, head trainers. They, they figured out all that. But all oh, paying the player, oh man, how are we gonna figure this out? That's your job, dog. Ain't none of these schools going bankrupt. Zero. <laughs> going bank. If Nick Saban's making nine million dollars a year, I think Alabama's doing all right. <laughs>
I just, I think they're doing all right, dude. None of this is happening, man. Well, it was a long struggle, though, man. A long struggle, man. Hats off to the NCAA for that. I mean, y'all, you guys, for at least, or I'm 37, so probably at least for 40 years, you guys have been running an illegal cartel for 40 years in plain sight, Pied Piper style. And this is the first time you've been stopped. <laughs> I mean, the writing's on the wall now, but you should have saved a whole bunch of that money because you could pay the players with that, right? That's actually what's going to get happen. I find that interesting. Um, the other topic I want to talk about this week is um, NBA games. Yo, man, these games starting too late, man. I heard there was a good game last night. I mean, I heard there was a great play. I woke up and I opened up my Twitter. I was like, hey, I wonder what happened in the game last night. Because you know what I discovered? If you're sleepy and a basketball game is on, you can just go to sleep. <laughs> it had never occurred to me before, man. Like, every year when the playoffs come, I'm like, oh, man, it's the playoffs. Oh, I'm not going to get any sleep. And then it hit me. Like, I can just go to sleep. Like, I don't actually have to watch this game. <laughs> I, can, I can see the highlights in the morning. I mean, this is some grown man-ish right here, dude. I never knew. I mean, like my dad, like he wake up and that's the sports center it used to be a big deal when I was a kid. Turn on Sports Center and watch the highlights. He'd be like, whoa, that was a great pass by Gary Payton. Ah, I've seen as much as I need to see. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. You can just go to sleep, man. That's it. Or was it two nights ago there was no NBA games? Like the first time in what, like a month or something? There's no NBA games. And I went to sleep and I woke up and I was like, wow. I got six hours last night. And so last night, they said the game was starting at 9. I already knew. I'm not making it. Matter of fact, I saw 0% of the game. I watched the draft lottery. Cavs got the number three pick. Hey, why don't you uh, turn that off? As a matter of fact, I didn't even turn the TV off. This is way more disrespectful. Is My wife turned on HGTV. And I was like, yeah, hey, good. Let's watch somebody try to sell a house <laughs> that's been on the market for two months. So I watched that, man, and I fell asleep to that. The, the slalom tones of someone trying to swindle somebody out of a condo. <laughs> That's how I went to sleep, dog. The game last night was good, apparently. Now the Clippers are down two games to none. I will be watching the Eastern Conference Finals because uh, low-key, I, I cheer for Giannis. A lot of the Milwaukee stuff uh, reminds me of Cleveland in a lot of ways. But... Uh, I want Milwaukee to win, and I actually think Milwaukee's going to win a championship. I actually truly think that they're going to win a championship. Uh, Milwaukee-Phoenix would be a dicey one, though, but I think Milwaukee won a championship, so I will be watching that. But uh, Clippers went down uh, zero games to two. Ty Lue is a fantastic coach. Uh, made adjustments, apparently. But on the last second play, DeAndre Aiden uh, had an alley-oop dunk with like .8 seconds on the clock, and uh, the Suns won. That's it. And I slept through the entire thing. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's wrap up the show. Thank you, you and you, for tuning into the last show podcast. My name is Courtney Shane Williams. Hey, serious note, man, my album is coming. Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Courtney Shane. Details are definitely going to come out very soon. The 27th and 28th, I'm recording that 800-pound gorilla. And uh, we're going to make it do what it do, baby. You guys have a fantastic week. Uh, sleep through some NBA games and uh, bring on the Beyonce uh, of the Beehive. Take it easy. Peace. I knew a few places you was at. 
I could have pulled up, but I don't think that was gangster. I wanted to come look you in your face like a man and tell you how I feel. I just come to let y'all know, stop, put some respect on my name. You understand me? When y'all saying my name, put some respect on it. Did you, did you pull up on Ross that way or Trick Daddy? Aha! Aha! What do you know from funny, you bastard? Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. You come at the king, you best not miss. Hasta luego.